Hello, folks. This is Rico, and you're about to listen to another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi. It's April 14th, 2019. This is show 724. Just want to thank Mark for uh, the cool, another classic cool sci-fi film uh, from the past that he covered last week, Beyond the Time Barrier. And uh, always appreciate that, Mark. Mark's uh, the uh, most... Uh, regular and reliable and just great uh, uh, guest podcaster for Treks and Sci-Fi, and he always does a great job. So thanks for that, Mark. This week, uh, I am going to cover a Trek episode from Voyager, actually, which has been forever, I think. <laughs> I'm going to cover the episode Q2, and then we're going to talk. Uh, I think there was some kind of movie trailer that just premiered a couple of days ago. Uh, I think we'll uh, be talking about that. Uh, here probably at the beginning of the show. Actually, I think I'm going to play it for you uh, during uh, what I would normally play the opening credits theme. Uh, I thought that might be kind of fun for a change. So um, yeah, we're going to talk about movies, TV, uh, a a little bit about uh, what's going on out there in the geek world quite a bit actually in the last uh, few days. So uh, I think that's about it to start with. Uh, Sit back, relax, and let's uh, do this podcast. Listen to this. We've passed on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight. What did you think of that? <laughs> I'm sure that everybody has seen this by now. If you're if you're listening to this podcast, you have seen the the new the rise of Skywalker. Yes, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine, which will premiere this coming December. I think probably mid December. The uh, the title and a, and a teaser trailer was released at uh, Star Wars Celebration 
on Friday of this past week on April 12th, 2019. Uh, and it's called, again, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Not Rise of the Skywalker. Not, you know, you gotta... <laughs> so now we get to, as fans, uh, we'll just dive right into it. Now as fans, we get to pick this apart for the next few months because we probably won't get any more real info until uh, until we get closer, uh, until probably the fall. And then we'll get maybe a more real trailer, you know, longer one. Uh, this is, what is it, two minutes, I think, approximately or so. So, um, yeah, there's a lot happening in there. And, uh, again, you've probably all seen it. If you haven't seen it, pause the podcast and, and go watch it. Uh, so it starts off with this... Um, on this sort of desert-like world, I don't think it's—I don't think it's Tatooine. I don't think it's Jakku. Maybe it is. Who knows? But uh, it's—and uh, I'm sure there's people out there who have been reading lots of rumors about the movie uh, that think they have it all figured out and might be yelling at the podcast and me right now about, "Oh no, it's this or it's that." I don't know. I don't. I try not to learn too much. I like to watch the teaser trailers. I like to watch the trailers. But I, I don't go on Reddit groups about this kind of stuff. I don't listen to everybody's speculation, although it's been hard to avoid in the last couple of days. And I'll talk about that in a minute or two. So, But it, it appears, you know, Ray has uh, saved the two halves of uh, the the uh, the Skywalker lightsaber, the one that first Anakin had, and, and then eventually Luke, and then Ray. Uh, you know, she's glued them back together, got some, got some super glue. And it's, uh, I wonder if we're going to see that or if she's just going to have it. Probably she's just going to have it because there's supposed to be some a bit of a time. It's been kind of officially reported. There's going to be a bit of a time gap between The Last Jedi and this movie. A year, maybe, or, or more or less, something like that. Uh, more than what that had more of a time gap than between the um, episode seven and eight. So uh, but uh, yeah, she's got the lightsaber, uh, put it back together and she's on this, uh, you know, all by herself and she starts running. Uh, and this ship, it looks like Kylo Ren's ship. It looks like he's in it. it uh, you know, they're making it look all this way. And she, he's basically just flying, you know, low to the ground and trying to just smash into her. Um, one of my first thoughts when I watched this is, is like, why doesn't he shoot at her? And I said, well, if he shoots at her, she'll just, you know, deflect the blaster bolts back with her lightsaber, right? I think, I, I don't know if they've ever shown that in a film. Have they? Uh, of, of, um, not a blaster, hand blaster gun, or a stormtrooper gun, or whatever, but a but a a ship gun being deflected back. I think that's doable by a lightsaber and a Jedi. So, uh, but uh, so that's my thinking of why he doesn't shoot her. And I think Kylo Ren's kind of a nutcase anyway, so he probably just wants to run her down. Uh, even though I think they kind of like each other, right? <laughs> so, and I'll, then I'll get to my side of speculation and theories here in, in a few minutes, but. He, you know, he's he's doing that, and then she does this incredible, like, kind of Jedi leap into the air and backflip with her lightsaber out, like she's probably going to just slice open the canopy or do something like that. So, uh, a cool, very cool scene to start this out with, and and something that I think uh, really I, I, it it shows a little bit more, I think, in this teaser really than I maybe had expected. And then we see different little scenes and clips. Uh, of the main characters, pretty much all of them, including Lando being back. And that had been already reported. He's flying the Millennium Falcon. He's got Chewie next to him. He kind of, one of the only bits of, besides the uh, besides the Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker um, dialogue, uh, you know, kind of narration, uh, Lando gets like the only line in the trailer where it's like his just his laughing uh, flying the Falcon, which was super cool to see. 
And uh, Billy D. Williams back as Lando is 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 fantastic. I think that's great, especially since we don't have really Luke officially. You know, whatever. I mean, he's going to be in it. It, it. It's been reported, you know, Force Ghost or who knows what. There's been rumors about a, a flashback, uh, a scene with Luke or something like that. And of course, Han Solo is gone. So, and Carrie Fisher, of course, passed away. And JJ talks about during the panel at Star Wars Celebration how they've figured out a way to kind of take some uh, previous footage that they had filmed for the previous films and use that for this movie and so on. So, um, you know, lots of um, lot, lots of things. So what else do they show in this? You see a little BB-8. Oh, um, well, of course, the big things that you really see. So you see that first scene. You see Kylo Ren, you know, with his crazy goofy goofy uh, lightsaber uh, chopping down people uh, and uh, you you see it looks one of the things that I noticed about this it looks like the group the main the new characters the new heroes are more together in this trailer you know they're more and I think the movie's going to have them more together in the movie kind of like a little bit like what happened in Return of the Jedi I think paralleling that a little bit of the, having the characters mainly be together or be together more than they were in the last Jedi, of course. So, and then, uh, and then towards the end, you get this big reveal of part of one of the Death Stars crashed on this on some planet, uh, and it, it, you know you're kind of assuming and thinking it's maybe a piece of the second Death Star, because at the very end, the biggest reveal of all in this trailer is is you hear this cackling laugh, of course, and it's the Emperor's laugh, right? The Emperor, and. Um, for those who've read comics, those who've read some of the the old canon, I'm going to call it, uh, the, you know, whatever it's called now, you know, the, the books that were done before they started to do movies again that are not canon anymore, uh, you know, the Emperor comes back. You know, they have clones. They have all kinds of different ways of doing it. So the, you know, this idea that he's going to come back in some way uh, is is very interesting. Maybe he's not coming back as in a physical form. Maybe he's a projection force kind of a thing. Uh, lots. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, it's, it's, it's nobody really knows right now, unless you've, um, unless you're working on this film. Right. And they had the cast on this panel. They had the main cast there and, uh, is very exciting. Uh, I, and, and then of course, then on top of all that, you get this title, right? The rise of Skywalker, <laughs> which is, uh, it, it, it my probably in my like craziest ideas or whatever what the title of this movie would be uh, that would not have been a title now chris my friend chris clemente and, and i've heard this from some others and i sort of knew this a little bit there's this stuff in 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 some books out there that that jedi um become called or labeled and i haven't read i think it's in one of the star wars alliance or something books they they end up being called skywalker at some point uh so so are jedi now taking the term skywalker so is this implying that more jedi are going to come into play and they're all going to be called skywalker so this is the rise of skywalker to, to defeat you know the bad guys or whatever um you know the it, it's it's difficult to say is Rhea skywalker is she created but was she created by the force uh, just like Anakin, kind of in a way, uh, and you know, maybe she just takes the name Skywalker. But Luke's really, you know, she's not really like a blood relation. Lots of ways to speculate and think about this. I, I don't know. I part of me feels like for your average moviegoer that if they get it in, get it too weird and too out there, I don't know if that's 
maybe the best idea or if that's really what they're going to do. I, I don't know. I, 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 I guess it, this seems like it's making it very complicated, especially since this is supposed to sort of wrap things up where we're going to wrap some stuff up. But it's also it seems like it's going to completely open the doorways for a lot of new potential. And the fact that they have this very young cast working on these movies, I, I, I mean, there, there's no way we're not going to see whether they'll call it episode 10 or they'll start a new numbering system. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I Who knows? So uh, a lot of uh, cool things. And of course, J.J. Abrams, J.J. being back uh, in the director's seat. I, I mean, I think we all know we're going to get a fun movie. Uh, and I don't want to take up the whole podcast, although I feel like I just about could talk about this for the whole podcast. But uh, a couple of final thoughts, and then we'll change topics a little bit. Um, I, I kind of think Kylo Ren is going to not um, be the main bad guy. I think if the Emperor is really back in some way, I think that's the main bad guy. And I, and I think Kylo Ren might join forces with Rey to defeat him, even though you see that scene at the beginning where it looks like he's trying to take Rey out. Um, I, I, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I think that would really parallel what Vader did to save Luke in Return of the Jedi with the Emperor there and all that. I think it would be a nice way to parallel that. And, and I and I've always kind of felt like Kylo Ren. I was kind of surprised it didn't completely happen in the last movie, but I've always kind of felt because he's the son of 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 Han and Leia, you know, that the idea that he goes all evil just because you know Luke and the and the Jedi training thing happens and all that just it's hard for me to um, comes to come to grips with that a little bit, and, and for him to redeem himself, I think would go a long way. Uh, and so we'll see, maybe not, it might not happen. Uh, the other thing that I've always wondered about this movie after the last Jedi is, you know, the, the good guys are kind of wiped out at this point. There's nobody around hardly, right? There are these little kids who seem to have force powers out there or whatever, you know, and, 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 but all the allies have been pretty much wiped out or have disappeared. So, you know, to, to fight the bad guys here, they, they need, they need some help. They need a lot of help. Uh, so uh, it, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, uh, to say the least. And I, I'm I'm super excited. Of course, you can you can hear that. And uh, it's uh, it's funny. I had this very long, very tiring. I feel like I still sound probably my voice is a little bit off. Uh, but uh, I had a really tiring and long, busy work week. Every night we had a big bunch of people in from overseas, and we were going out to dinner with these people every night. Pretty much last week for work. So. It, finally finished right around midday on Friday and I ran off to watch the panel and, and the trailer uh, and, and it was a good start to the weekend after that crazy work week but uh, so it, it's um, a lot of fun it's 15 minutes in the podcast I think what I'm going to do I'm not going to talk about movies and TV except um, that I did see Shazam and it was a lot of fun go see that I'm really looking forward to, of course, Avengers Endgame. Got tickets for that. That comes in just like two weeks, right? Yeah, I think. Let me see here. One, two. Yeah, we're less than, gosh, we're less than two weeks away to to, to the uh, Avengers Endgame movie. That's 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 really hard to believe. Uh, but um, yeah, a lot of stuff going on in the nerd, nerd geek world. Star Wars Celebration today on this is Sunday. And they just did a panel on The Mandalorian. And they, uh, if you hunt on YouTube really quick, and I posted it on Patreon for my Patreon supporters, patreon.com forward slash treks and sci-fi, 
uh, I found, uh, I quickly uploaded, there was about a three-minute or so sizzle reel of some footage and some talk uh, about The Mandalorian. That's the new Star Wars TV series. Uh, John Favreau is working on that. That's going to premiere and start on November 12th uh, this year, tw- November 12th, 2019. So there was a uh, sizzle reel, like I said, and for Patreon members, I found it on YouTube and uh, they blacked it out during the talk at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago. But I found it and put it up on on uh, on Patreon for uh, the Patreon supporters for Trex and Sci-Fi. So if you'd like to support the podcast, that's a great way to do it. And uh, I try to post up some fun things there. So, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. We're almost 17 or so minutes into this podcast. So it's probably time to switch gears, get over to talking about a Voyager episode kind of uh, classic style. I'm going to play the episode comment during it. Uh, again, this is a Star Trek Voyager episode. It's called Q2. It's another one of those times where I had thought I had covered this. Uh, I think this one is basically the uh, the son of Q kind of a thing. Uh, or is he a son or just a, just a, boy, it's been a long time since I've seen this episode. Um, oh, one last thing. I, I'm listening to this. I think I said it during the book cast I did a couple of weeks ago. I'm listening to this uh uh, Star Trek uh, sort of um, biography about the making of Star Trek series and the movies. I, I listened to the first one of these books. They're pretty long, uh, the first 25 years, and now the second 25 years I'm listening to, which includes, it basically starts at Star Trek Next Generation, goes through all the TNG films, and then we're into starting and talking about Deep Space Nine now, and it's going to cover all the way up through the J.J. Abrams film. So very cool book. Uh, you can find it, I'm sure, I guess it's probably out in print, but I'm listening to it via Audible. Um, it's Star Trek, uh, the next 25 years or something like that. It's called, you'll find it. Um, it's like 35 hours long or something to listen to. So, all right, without any further ado, let's get into this, uh, this week's uh, Star Trek, uh, commentary on, uh, the Voyager episode Q2. Though it was a blatant violation of the prime directive. Kirk saved the Pelosians from extinction, just as he had the Bayesians and the Chinari many years earlier. Finally, in the year 2270, Kirk completed his historic five-year mission, and one of the greatest chapters in Starfleet history came to a close. A new chapter began when Kirk regained command of the Enterprise. So this is Ikeb. chapters are there? Uh, he's, uh, <laughs> he's reporting this is to, to be Janeway. This a 20-minute presentation. I was trying to be thorough. I could shorten the report. That won't be necessary. You obviously know the subject matter. Congratulations, cadet. You have just passed early Starfleet history. Thank you, Captain. So Janeway's acting sort of as a teacher mentor here. I would have failed him. Kirk may have been a lowly human, but at least he had pizzazz. That report made him sound about as exciting as a Vulcan funeral dirge. Janeway to security. Don't bother. I trapped your crew in a temporal loop. They keep experiencing the last 30 seconds over and over. Almost as monotonous as Drone Boy's essay. Who are you? I know he's grown since you last saw him, Kathy. But don't tell me you can't see the family resemblance. This is my son. Q. My son, Q, or Q2. All right, let's dial down the music. 
even though it's a great intro. Uh, and uh, let's talk a little bit about the background in this episode. Okay, this episode, uh, Q2, is from Season 7, so pretty near the end of the Voyager run. It is Episode uh, 19 of that season and uh, first aired on April 11th, 2001. So almost at this time, but 18 years ago. Wow. Okay. So a teleplay by Robert Doherty, a story by Kenneth Biller, and directed by LeVar Burton. And so I think this is a fun one. My uh, younger son, uh, Eric, just had a birthday a couple of days ago. And, uh, you know, it coincidentally a little bit but um so this is a lot about family obviously about q which is who is always fun and i think was a great uh a great addition and a great uh foil and and you know just kind of someone to mess around with janeway which i always enjoyed one interesting thing that you may not know is uh that uh, the guest star here who's playing uh, q or q jr or whatever uh is played by john delancey's real life son keegan keegan delancey so, that, you know, there is a resemblance in the way they look and, and a little bit of how they act and sound. So so that's, uh, I think, a cool thing. And I think it adds a lot to the episode to it, to have his real-life son uh, playing Q, uh, Q2 or Q whatever. Uh, so let's get back to this episode of uh, Voyager. I'm a little hurt you didn't recognize Junior. You are his godmother, after all. The last time I saw him, he was an infant. Four years ago in human time. You called me adorable. You remember? I may have looked like an infant, but I was still a Q. Maybe you should have picked a better godparent. I wonder if it's too late to ask Jean-Luc. What do you want, Q? Well, Junior's taking a little vacation from the continuum. I recommended he spend it with you. Why? Oh, <laughs> he's always been fascinated by the old man's stories about humanity. I thought it was time he had some first-hand experience. I am flattered that you would entrust me with your firstborn, but I really don't have time. He's as quiet as a Zisnian church mouse. You'll forget he's even here. Well, if you're going to stay, we'll need to lay down a few ground rules. <laughs> uh, yeah. I make my own rules. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm not detecting either cue. I want to be alerted if they resurface. Keep running scans. Scan, scan, scan. That's all you people ever do. I've been through every deck on this ship. And do you know what I've seen? Bipeds pushing buttons. Bipeds replacing relays. Bipeds running diagnostics. When are you going to do something interesting? Say hello to Q, everyone. We could fly into fluidic space and fight species 8472. No, or we don't we really want to do that. Not a good idea. What do you say? No. <laughs> it's almost like Charlie X, right? With uh, Kirk. I guess I'm just going to have to amuse myself. Taurus to the captain. I need you in engineering. By the way, totally just chopped into my head. Chopped it. Chopped. What did I try to say? Popped into my head, but uh, the uh, dialing down this a little bit. There was a, another great episode of The Orville this week. Uh, it just pops into my head because it's so much like these older Trek stuff like TNG and Voyager. Oh, there's a whole party going on in engineering. Yeah, I remember this. If he 
doesn't stop his little light show, the Warp Core's going to breach. Relax, it's a party. This party is over. Get your guests off my ship. I like you, Aunt Kathy. You've got gumption. But what you don't have is unlimited control of space, matter, and time. Which means I keep the orders around here. I could assemble a security team and attempt to take engineering by force. We all know that wouldn't do any good. Besides, I'll bet that's exactly the kind of reaction he's hoping for. He's doing everything he can to get under our skin. If we deny him the satisfaction of a response, he may become bored and return to the continuum. That's a good idea, Tuvok. Talk about perfection. If you're attempting to embarrass me, you won't succeed. Oh, he zaps off uh, Seven of Nine's uniform here. Aren't you going to scamper away? Make some futile attempt to cover yourself? No. Yeah, he's uh, he's very Charlie X, acting like a little kid, uh, just doing goofy things, you know. You can thank Q's son. He thought the computer needed more personality. Charlie. I've been giving some thought to the Q situation. Maybe ignoring him isn't the best solution. I'm open to suggestions. He may be omnipotent. But he's still a young man in need of guidance. Perhaps if someone were to approach him as a friend. You think he needs a mentor? Exactly. Are you volunteering? Well, I am good with children. <laughs> Q is no ordinary child. I'm no ordinary mentor. Can I help you, kitchen rat? I thought you and I could spend some time together. Ha! Excellent maneuver. What are you watching? What's it look like? The battle between the Vogians and the Wingari. We passed through that region a few months ago. They were at peace. Not anymore. Watch this. You have to stop this. It's not like there's anything else to do. We could play Kataskot. Are there explosions in Kataskot? Well, no. Well, then I'm not interested. Instead of hurting people, maybe you could help them. The Wingari are suffering a food shortage on their world. Maybe you could use your powers to... You know what, Talaxian? You talk too much. His jaw's been fused, and his vocal cords removed. Oh boy. I might be able to undo some of the cosmetic damage, but only Q can restore his voice. Jamie to the bridge report. I've got a surprise for you, Captain. Come see. Q said I should pay attention to how you humans act under pressure. So there's like three board cubes out there. Is this enough pressure? Which is uh, even the even the Q don't really uh, you know they kind of respect the board. 
We're venting plasma. Reroute power to aft shields and return fire. You're just prolonging the inevitable. We've defeated the Borg before. We'll do it again. Not this time. Weapons are offline. I'm losing thrusters. Shields are down. We were just getting to the good part. If the Continuums told you once, they've told you a thousand times. Don't provoke the Borg! Now, I want you to give Aunt Kathy your word you won't do it again. Oh, he won't do it again because he's leaving now. Excuse us, son. The grown-ups need a moment in private. He isn't so bad once you get to know him. He's just misunderstood. He tried to kill my crew. No one was hurt. I repaired the damage to your ship. I even gave your pet and his vocal cords back. Everything's exactly as it was. And how long do you think it will take your son to come up with another way to amuse himself? Hmm. If you knew he was dangerous, why did you send him here? Ah, is this another lesson for humanity? It's supposed to be a lesson for him. Think back to my last visit. I made you the offer of a lifetime. Asking me to mate with you was hardly the offer of a lifetime. If you hadn't turned me down, I wouldn't have been forced to mate with that other Q. Oh, get to the point. My point is, Junior was supposed to inspire peace and compassion. But instead of order, he's brought chaos. He's been starting wars among innocent species, tampering with primordial gene pools, punching holes in the fabric of space-time. Where's his mother been during all this? She's been so humiliated by his antics, she's disowned him. <laughs> she blamed me for everything. I've managed to undo most of the damage, but I don't that know how wasn't good a kid with that much power could basically handle it, right? Out. You know. That's why I brought him here, in hopes that your vaunted Starfleet could they take his powers away, him. right? Obviously, that has you know happened. for a bit or something. You can't just dump your child on someone and hope he learns something. I can't. He needs to be parented. And how exactly am I supposed to do that? Q is the first child born in the Continuum, which makes me the first parent. I don't even know where to begin. You could start by spending time with him. <laughs> Parenthood is more than just cleaning up your child's messes. You need to set an example. It's the only way he'll learn. Of course. Once he begins to know me better, he'll idolize me. Then he'll do anything I say. Kathy, you're a genius. I've made a full sensor sweep. There's no sign of any more Borg vessels. The boy? He's gone. I am going to my quarters. You have the bridge. I take it back, you're not a genius. I should have known better than to take the advice of a human. Pew! Your brilliant plan didn't work. They're in a I bubble bath together. Attention, it's pretty funny. Every waking <laughs> moment with them, but things only got worse. You've been gone for less than ten minutes. On your temporal plane, maybe. But in Q time, we've spent years together. Now he's embarrassed to be seen with me. And it's all your fault. My fault? Tell me how you plan to rectify the situation. What happened after you left Voyager? Oh. You got away from me and rearranged the tectonic plates on Bozal Prime. 
Did you punish him? Well, I tried to get him to apologize to all 16 billion Bozellians, but he got angry and stopped talking to me. So you gave in to him? I told him he could shift as many continents as he liked, as long as no one got hurt. You're not going to do your son any favors by indulging him. You'll need to make him understand that there are consequences to his actions. Exactly. Consequences? Come on, Q. Consequences. Hmm. Yeah, I... Oh, what's that Kathy? mean? I take it back. You are a genius. I think that's long enough. What was that for? What's wrong? You didn't enjoy life as an Aprelian amoeba? No. I was shapeless and slimy. The only thing to eat was paramecia. <clears throat> Sounds unpleasant. I'm sure you'll do whatever you can to avoid returning to that Petri dish. What are you talking about? The Continuum and I have come to an agreement about your future. Either you become an upstanding citizen of the cosmos, or you'll be sentenced to eternity as an amoeba. How's that for consequences? You'd turn your own son into a microscopic life form? You have one week to change your ways. I suggest you make the most of it. Fine. I'll see you in seven days. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. We've temporarily relieved you of your powers to ensure that you're on your best behavior with the captain. <laughs> you're leaving me here? I thought we agreed that you were going to take a more active role. I'd like to, Cassie. But we both know that you're a million times the parent I am. I'm not a parent. Well, maybe not in a biological sense, but you're certainly a mommy to this crew. Just look <laughs> how quickly you housebroke that board drone. It's taken years for Seven to become an individual. You're asking me to change your son in one week? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you'll think of something. What if she doesn't? Then it's single cellular city for you, my boy. I'm getting off this ship. Janeway to security. What you no longer have, Q, is unlimited control of space, matter, and time. Which means I give the orders around here. Do I make myself clear? Your quarters. <laughs> the Petri dish was less cramped. Get some sleep, you're going to need it. What for? I'm preparing a curriculum for you to follow while you're here. You're going to learn respect and responsibility. So she's taking his pips Don't off his uniform, too. Don't tell me you're actually going too. through with Q's plan. I may not approve of his methods, but for once his heart seems to be in the right place. I think his desire to help you is genuine. He abandoned me on an antiquated flying machine run by primates. We oh, well. The primates are your only hope. <laughs> I guess you're going to have to adapt, Q. Seven days? How hard could it be? Seven of Nine will be instructing you in spatial causality. You will learn how your actions can have widespread repercussions. I read the pad. You're going to tell me how I can't create Anomaly A without causing Phenomenon B, which in turn affects Civilization C, right? 
I'm Echev. Oh, I know who you are. You're the drone with the Kirk fixation. You would be wise to follow Echev's example. By applying himself, he's become a valued member of this crew. Exactly. Can I see you naked again? <laughs> Computer, run diplomacy scenario 12 Alpha. The planetoid is in Nausicaan space. It belongs to us now. After Come you. We're near it and we'll attack you. You can't intimidate us. We have as much right to mine that dilithium as you do. What are you doing here, Starfleet? Computer freeze program. I assume you're familiar with these species. Nausicaan, Bolian, Cardassian, Romulan, Ferengi, and Bajoran. They're fighting over the mining rights to a planetoid. Your job is to settle the dispute. <laughs> These aliens mean nothing to me. What do I care if they can't get along? One of your responsibilities as a Q is to maintain order in the universe, right? So I've been told. Well, if you can't help these races come to an agreement, there might be a war. The Alpha Quadrant would be thrown into chaos. Why don't we try running the first scenario together? I don't need your help. I can do this myself. If you want to try, be my guest. I'll be back in 30 minutes to check on your progress. And remember, security is right outside. Computer, resume program. The planetoid is in Nausicaan space. It belongs to us now. You can't intimidate us. We have as much right to mine that dilithium as you do. Aren't you supposed to be supervising our young guest? He says he doesn't need supervision. And you accepted that? Of course not. I'm just giving him a chance to fail. Then he'll have to ask for some help. Sounds like a good strategy. Let me know how it goes. Settling the planetoid predicament didn't take very long, so I used the rest of the time to convince the Cardassian to apologize for the occupation of Bajor. How's that for order in the universe? Welcome. It's so nice to see you this evening. I hope you're hungry. Step right up. There's plenty for everyone. Enjoy! Do you ever stop? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. My talking annoys you. Too bad you can't just shut me up again, huh? <laughs> Crewman Biddle, where have you been hiding yourself? I haven't seen you in days. It isn't Drone Boy. You come to put me to sleep with another one of your presentations? Actually, I was wondering if you'd like to participate in some recreational activities. I don't have the time. Aunt Kathy's forcing me to write an historical essay on the Q Continuum. That's a challenging subject. I've never written an essay before. I don't know where to start. The origin of the Q seems like the most logical place, followed by an analysis of their interaction with humanity. You could conclude with a description of the events that led you to Voyager. Would you mind writing some of this down for me? I'll get a pad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah do my homework for me, Insightful, basically. Yeah. Informative. Yeah, you didn't write this. I'm impressed. Too bad you didn't write it. What do you mean? I recognize Echeb's style anywhere. He gave me a few notes on my first draft, that's all. Yeah, sure, no, 
I don't think so. I negotiated a peace treaty between six belligerent species in just 13 minutes. When Commander Chakote left the room, you altered their personality subroutines to make them more agreeable. We may be common bipeds, but we're not stupid. Yeah, yeah. Your training is do over. It, do it the, uh, your room you know, for your father to return. easy way. If you don't or do help it the hard me, way. The continuum will turn me to an amoeba. I wanted to help you. But instead of trying to live up to your potential, you cheated. Do you think it's easy to live up to my potential? I was supposed to be the savior of the Q continuum. Tell me, how do you save a race that's already omnipotent? Those were the Q's expectations, not mine. All I asked was that you make a sincere effort, but you weren't even willing to try. Please, Aunt Kathy. You're my only hope. Oh, I'm glad you finally realized that. Yeah, exactly. Now maybe we can get now, to work. if your motives are sincere, I'm willing to give you another chance. But step out of line again and I'm through with you, understood? Understood. Dismissed. Like this one, you know, there's a lot of interesting things here about you Captain's know, log, start eight, five, how you get influenced growing up. It's been child four days rearing. since my ultimatum to the young Q, and he appears to be making progress. His instructors inform me that he's taking on his assignments with new determination, and he's made a concerted effort to be more courteous to the crew. It's hard to believe this is the same brazen young man that came aboard a few days ago. Captain, this is for you. It's a new draft of my essay. I know you didn't ask for one, but I felt I owed it to you for giving me a second chance. IQ, an insider's view of the continuum. If the essay is half as clever as the title, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Lieutenant Paris has offered to give me a piloting lesson. I thought you might like to join us. Oh, thanks, but I have to help crewman Chell scrub the plasma conduits. I think you've earned a break. This is the only time off I'm giving you. I suggest you take advantage of it. Yes, ma'am. Piloting lesson. Huh? Where are we going? Steady. Ease up a little on the thrusters. In case you forgot, I'm mortal now. I'd appreciate it if you didn't fly us into a rock. Maybe Q could take over for a little while. What do you say? You want to turn at the wheel? Ordinarily, a Q wouldn't demean himself by operating primitive machinery, but these are ordinary circumstances. <laughs> so they're flying uh, Ichib and uh, Paris and, and uh, Q are uh, flying the, the Delta Flyer. Just a little ion imbalance in the impulse drive. Nothing to worry about. Well, it's very distracting. Can't you fix it? Well, I could, but we'd have to go back to Voyager and run diagnostics. If you two don't mind cutting your lesson a little short. Uh, that won't be necessary. In fact, I barely hear it anymore. Do you hear it? Hear what? <laughs> Going up? I'll catch the next one. Hmm. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Oh, you can't get away from me that easily. It's only been five days. Why are you back? Oh, I thought I'd just pop in and check on Junior. I'm not an entirely uninvolved father, you know. Well, he got off to a pretty shaky start, but he's made some progress since then. Really? He's been working extremely hard. We're talking about the same cue? If you don't believe me, maybe you should see for yourself. The continuum has been perceived in a variety of ways. A dreary desert road, a blood-soaked battleground. But with the help of Voyager's crew, I've begun to perceive it in another context. A home. I look forward to the day when I return there and make that perception a reality. Well, yeah, Q's not buying it. What did you think? Oh, it's very nice. Nice? Yes, I especially like the part about the continuum. The entire essay was about the continuum. Yes, and it's very nice. I'm late for my temporal mechanics lesson. Q. Well, if there's nothing else, I'll be on my way. He worked so hard on that paper, the least you could have done was tell him you were proud of him. But I'm not. Oh. And frankly, it's a little hard to be impressed with any of the boy's accomplishments. He's been here for five days, and what have you taught him? How to scribble essays and play with holograms? What's next, basket weaving? Whether you're willing to admit it or not, your son has made progress here. He has the potential to be a better Q than you will ever be. Potential isn't going to be enough for the continuum. Then what will be enough? The boy needs to demonstrate nothing less than exemplary Q-ness. And what exactly is Q-ness? Oh, it's impossible for your minuscule mind to comprehend. <laughs> but I know Q-ness when I see it. I know it and when I see it, but he does not have it. Is not it. Yeah, so, I mean, he's, uh, he's not, uh, not going too good for him, but whatever. It'll work out, I have a feeling. I wanted to see how you were. I'm perfectly fine. Why wouldn't I be? I thought you might be upset by Q's reaction to your essay. He's impossible to please. I don't care what he thinks. Yeah, that's uh, probably not completely true, but, we have two days you left. know. Let's make the most of them. And Kathy? Do you think the Continuum will be any more impressed with me than Q was? That's what I thought. If the Continuum decides they won't take you back, I'll ask them to let you stay here. I don't think they care where an amoeba spends eternity. That's not what I meant. I'll ask them to let you remain human. I appreciate that. But I don't want to be human. I want to be a Q. Like my father. Well, of course. I mean, you know, all that power and, and just, you know, it's it's all he's ever really known, too, right? On top of that. But, uh, you know, trick, tr you in here? tricky for... Um, Itchy. What can I do for you, cue ball? I need your help. Remember that ion imbalance Lieutenant Paris mentioned during our lesson? We're going to repair it for him. 
did you get permission? Well, that would ruin the surprise. Surprise? The captain's been encouraging me to take more initiative. I want to show her I can do things for others without being asked. I'll yeah, help. that's maybe I'm not the condition. best idea, but Name it's it. not terrible. You won't refer to me as itchy in front of the senior officers. I've realigned the last pair of power couplings. You can start the pre-ignition sequence. Understood. I'm not detecting any ion fluctuations. We did it. You can power down the engine now. Q. What are you doing? You're gonna love this. I once learned how to open a spatial flexor using nothing more than a deflector array. Flexor? It's like a tunnel through space. I'm gonna open one to the Clavari system. Just wait till you see the females. They're spectacular. We need the captain's permission to leave Voyager. Do you think she'd give it to us? No. Then there's no point in asking. You've been doing so well. Why break the rules now? I'm bored. ETEP to security. They can't hear you. I've dampened all outgoing communications. Just sit back, Itchy. Enjoy the ride. What's the real reason you're doing this? I'm getting out of here before my father can put me back in that petri dish. The cure omnipotent. They'll find you. I may not have my powers anymore, but I know plenty of cosmic nooks and crannies we can hide in. Voyager's locked onto us with a tractor beam. They're so predictable. They're opening some sort of spatial rift off their port bow. It's disrupting the tractor beam. Compensate. <laughs> So they're uh, they're gone. They're gone. Yes, like Tuvok said, they're gone. Another uh, spatial rift to another uh, solar system, basically. It's kind of interesting to me that he knows how to do Welcome this kind of stuff because with the Q, you just sort of like snap your fingers and you do it, right? What would you like to do first? I don't know how much that teaches Take you a how dip to with the mermaids do of this technical the spatial rift stuff. What I want is to return to Voyager. Forget that dreary ship with its rules and regulations. We can do anything we want here. Go back to Voyager. Apologize to the captain. She'll help you. It's too late. She said one more violation, I'll be thrown off her ship. I'm pretty sure this qualifies. Yeah, I think so too, probably, but... Uh... What's wrong? There's uh -oh. a vessel approaching. trespassing in Chokuzan space. We were just leaving. The laws require that you be incarcerated, pending an investigation. How long will that take? Disengage your engines and prepare to be boarded. Uh-oh, trouble, trouble. We should do as he says. Why? Just because he has a bigger ship? Because Captain Janeway has taught us to respect the laws of other cultures. I should have known better than to bring you along. to get us killed. Did you expect me to surrender? He might have locked us up for years. You don't know that. There's no time for debate. I need you a tactical. 
shields are down to 30%. 16%! I'm opening another flexure. We'll go to the Zozek system. The girls there aren't as attractive, but we have to make some compromises. Isham! Yeah, he just got zapped by like an overload. I'm detecting another rift forming. Approximately 5,000 kilometers directly ahead. A vessel is emerging. It's the flyer. They're hailing. On screen. Aunt Kathy. Don't you Aunt Kathy me. Yell at me later. We need to get each up to sickbay. His cells are being necrotized by some form of Omicron radiation. But I can't treat his injuries without knowing more about the weapon that caused them. Is this a bad time? Tell him. Ichib stole a shuttle from Voyager. I tried to stop him, but he kidnapped me. And he started a fight with another ship. He stole the shuttle and he attacked the other vessel. Is that true, son? Please, Q, just save him. Don't be absurd. You're not going to help him? Like Aunt Kathy said, you're never going to learn anything if you don't face the consequences of your actions. If your little playmate has to die to teach you a lesson, so be it. Uh-oh. That's not good. I know you can hear me, Q. Come back. Q! You're wasting your time. He's the only one who can save Ichem. No, he isn't. You're going back to that ship you attacked. You're going to apologize for what you did, and you're going to plead with them for the information we need to save Ichem. Look at what they did to him. If I go back, they'll do the same to me. What do you care? By this time tomorrow, you'll be an amoeba. Well, I'd rather be an amoeba than a corpse. That would be easier, wouldn't it? No expectations to live up to. No one to disappoint. <sighs> yeah, a failure is a cue and a, a human. A little tough life lesson here for this kid. I'm a single-celled organism. At least I can't hurt anybody. Why did you come back here? To escape the Chokuzan. You could have used your technology to take you anywhere. But you came back here to us. Why? I probably hit the wrong control. Ichib is the only friend I've ever had. I brought him back here because I thought you could save him. Obviously, I was mistaken. The only mistake you made was running away. Yeah, you've got to do you this. Have a chance to do it's the time, right thing now. time for you to step up, buddy. It. Fix it. Fix your problems. The attack on your vessel was entirely my fault. Egypt had nothing to do with it. But he's the one who's dying. I, I take full responsibility for what happened. I'll do anything you ask. Just help my friend. My crew and I will repair any damage he did to your ship. Are you the adult responsible for this child? I suppose I am. We'll accept his apology and give you the information you need to save his accomplice. But you will be punished for their crime. She didn't have anything to do with it. In our culture, adults are accountable for the actions of their children. I attacked your ship. I should be punished for it, not her. You don't even know what the punishment is. Might be torture or even execution. I don't care if it means saving my friend. 
Well done, Junior. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Surprise! <laughs> I wish you could see the look on your faces. Oh, wait. You can. We don't have time for your games. We need to find the real people I attacked. You just did. I was the Chakuzan you fired on. What kind of horrible joke? Not a joke. A test. I knew the pathetic little exercises you had him performing would not impress the Continuum. So when he escaped your clutches, I devised a real test. It was touch and go there for a moment, but you passed with flying colors. What about Ichib? Your doctor will discover he's made a miraculous recovery. Now then, if we're all finished here, it's judgment day for Junior. We're ready, Your Honor. In the case of the Continuum versus Q, we, the Continuum, so have found that Q has not made sufficient progress to warrant the reinstatement of his powers. Uh -oh. Objection! What about my test? What about it? Q was willing to sacrifice himself to save his friend. Surely that counts for something. It was Q who endangered the boy's life in the first place. However, in deference to the aforementioned act of contrition, the defendant will not be transformed into an Aprelian amoeba. Instead, he will suffer the next worst fate, remaining human. Court is adjourned. So they were all dressed up as Q was in the I first encounter at Firepoint. Have a moment. A few days ago, you offered to let me remain on Voyager. I know I've made a few mistakes since then. And you probably don't want me around. But if it's all right with you, I'd like to continue my training. But you have nothing left to prove to the Continuum? There's a lot I still need to prove to you. What about your father? You don't honestly believe we'll see him again, do you? He obviously doesn't want me around. Why else would he have left me here? Twice. The question you should be asking is why I keep coming back. Now, I'm sorry I left so abruptly, but the Continuum's verdict demanded an immediate appeal. I told them I refused to belong to any Continuum that wouldn't accept my son as a member. We're a package deal. You left the Continuum for me? Oh, don't be ridiculous. I'm the only one holding that place together. <laughs> and when they realized they might lose me, they crumbled like a Gelbian sand sculpture. They're going to return my powers? They already have. For you, Captain. So he hands for her a bouquet of flowers. And there's Thank a whole you. bunch more in her quarters, too. So it's, uh, it's a bit much, but... <laughs> Not that you're a Q again. I thought we might spend some quality time together. I want to show you the cosmos the way it was meant to be seen. We've tried that already. Things will be different this time. I promise. 
So I think this is the last time we ever see Q uh, along. In, in Trek. He I'm never shows up in Enterprise, problem. hasn't shown up in um, After I've had a few moments Discovery yet. So uh be cool to see him I'll in see Discovery, soon, actually, Kathy. but I guess the I timeline would be a so. little weird about that. So, the continuum crumbled like a Gelbian sand sculpture. Yes. Some of them even got on their knees and begged me to stay. It was pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> If you must know, I had to agree to a few minor conditions. Oh, such as? Eternal custody of the boy. <sighs> Wherever the little brat goes, I go with him. I hope he won't spoil too much of your fun. <laughs> oh, before I leave, I did a little homework for you. Consider to thank you for everything you did for Junior. Not that I don't appreciate it, but this will only take a few years off our journey. Why not send us all the way? What sort of an example would I be setting for my son if I did all the work for you? Yep, so there you go with uh, Q2 from uh, the last season of Voyager. Pretty cool episode, I think. Uh, yeah, nice to watch again. It's been a while since I've seen this one. Just, uh, yeah, good guests and uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, look at uh, Voyager episode. Uh, it was a lot of fun to do that again. It's been a while since I covered anything on Voyager. You know, that's a fun show. I mean, it, they all, all the Treks have their different kind of styles, you know, the different casts, the different types of stories. Uh, it's... Uh, and Discovery, you know, we're, we're winding down to uh, the last, uh, we got the final episode this coming Thursday, at least here in the U.S., on CBS All Access. Uh, they have the new Twilight Zone series on also on CBS All Access, uh, which is which is good, though, what I've seen so far of it. And, yeah, so it's going to be, uh, and then later, I think um, I think we're going to get the, the first, uh, whatever, first season of the Picard series before we'll see season three of a Discovery Hard to keep track now. A lot of Star Trek talk. Uh, there's supposed to be a Section 31 TV series at some point, an animated series. Everyone keeps tossing around the idea of doing a, uh, of them having a Pike, Captain Pike series, because uh, uh, Anson Mount as Pike is is really good, and they've already, um, you know, they've already established a, a, an actor to play Spock, an actor to play Pike play number one uh they have a new redesigned enterprise uh you know for you know a modern viewing audience so i, I would love it i think that would be great i mean it would put us back in that era of kirk not kirk but pike and and, and the enterprise and everything so uh, i think that'd be great uh and, and it's i don't i don't think it's impossible i think it's very possible he's gotten a, a lot of good uh, uh a, a lot of good um you know reputation press i was gonna say uh whatever fan uh support for for him as pike so anyway uh but uh yeah that's this week uh most a lot of tv shows are getting close to wrapping up for the season big bang theory of course it's ending its run uh, there's uh the orville i think it has only got a couple of episodes left a couple episodes left of gotham uh so it's uh yeah tv's kind of winding down but um 
Next week, uh, next week will be a guest cast for uh, Easter weekend. It's going to be Jedi Jeff here with the show. Probably uh, Jeff likes to cover ships and that kind of thing and some of some of his latest collectibles. So uh, that'll be next week. In a couple of weeks, two weeks, I think we're going to do a, try to do a Skype cast with the normal folks and talk about Season 2, kind of do a little bit of a wrap-up of Season 2 of Voyager. Uh, I, th- I feel it's been good. It's had a little ups and downs. Uh, there have been a couple of episodes for me that were uh, not quite as strong as as season one, but I mean that's all it's all good, and I, I've enjoyed it quite a bit. So, all right, uh, I think I'm just going to wrap up the show uh, right now, pretty quickly here at the end. But uh, yeah, I wanted to keep this tight and uh, just cover, you know, of course, uh, the rise of, of Skywalker. Star Wars trailer episode nine, and then talk about the Voyager episode, of course, as well. So everyone take care. I will talk to you again in probably a couple of weeks. Uh, Enjoy hopefully the better weather. If you're in the Northern hemisphere, Uh, we're slowly getting better weather here. We've had ups and downs last week. We had temperatures all the way from about almost 70 Fahrenheit to, to, to down to 20, 30 with a little bit of snow even. So it was like all over the place last week. This week's probably going to be kind of the same. So, uh, but uh, uh, that's it, folks. Uh, take care. Again, you want to support the show? Patreon.com forward slash Treks and Sci Fi. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. <laughs> no, I don't think he likes you at all. <laughs> no, I don't like you either. <laughs> I love that. That is so great. That's good writing. Yes, because. It's not much dialogue. And because <clears throat> George Lucas didn't write all the <coughs> dialogue. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. This has been a Rico Dusty podcast production.